0: What's going on, everybody? Another edition of the 2023 version of the 30-to-1 MLB Countdown Previews. I'm John Pielle, Past Passball Show. JohnPielli.com brings you the 30-to-1 MLB Countdown Previews, the 12th annual, first video and audio version. Today we're talking about the Detroit Tigers. And before I talk about the Tigers, I'll tell you a little bit how we get where we're at. And I look at the Las Vegas over unders and come up with a projected win total of each one of the 30 MLB teams. And then I rank them in order, most wins to least wins. And then I count backwards. I preview the team I think is going to have the worst record. And I move my way all the way up to number one. That's where we get the 30 to 1. Like I said, we're talking about the Tigers today, the 1935 World Series champion, the 1945 World Series champion, the 1968 world series champion as well as the 1984 world series champion and it's been a little while since the tigers have won the world series and based off of what we're going to talk about in this segment it's going to be a little bit longer before we start to see the fruits of this detroit tiger rebuild they hired general manager scott harris or i'm sorry president away from the giants Uh, it's going to take a little while before they start to get things going here Um, I think this was a little bit of a dump this past offseason because I think what the Tigers have done, they've moved some pieces away with the intent on getting a little bit better down the road. Now, it's going to come at the expense of the present. Tucker Barnhart was their catcher last year, uh, was brought over from the Reds, a little bit higher expectations than his results. He leaves as a free agent to join the Chicago Cubs. Jameer Candelario, who was given a chance to play a little bit of third base, left to join the Washington Nationals. Um, Harold Castro is going to be a utility player for the Colorado Rockies. Um, Kobe Clemens and Giovanni Soto. I'm sorry, Gregory Soto. I apologize. Gregory Soto, the relief pitcher, the one-time All-Star, left via trade with the Philadelphia Phillies. Free agent Andrew Chafin left to join the Arizona Diamondbacks. They traded... Joe Jimenez to the Atlanta Braves. Now, that puts them in a tough spot because I think it's hard, especially when we're going to talk about the bullpen in a little bit. Um, they brought in um, Nick Maton and Matt Verling in a Soto trade. Michael Lorenzen, Cesar Hernandez, Trevor Rosenthal, Chasen Shreve, Matt Whistler, Andrew Knapp were all free agents that they brought in. Every one of them, for the exception of Lorenzo, in on minor league deals. So really what the Tigers are looking, they brought in some veterans to mix with a ton of their young players just to really put the best effort they can on the field. And I think that's going to be tough for A.J. Hinch. A.J. Hinch got off to such a terrible start as a manager with the Arizona Diamondbacks, joined the Houston Astros and had nothing but success, and may have had a better chance last year. Than he does this year because I think the Tigers have taken a step back overall. But that being said, one of the things I want to talk about is something positive, and that's the top part of the Tigers' rotation, which I think um, may suffer a little bit because they may not score a lot of runs. I don't think their bullpen is going to be very good, but Eduardo Rodriguez is the unequivocal ace. Of the staff right now. He's the number one. He's the guy in on the five-year contract. And if everything is right with him. Both physically and mentally. He should be able to go out there. Make 30 starts. And pitch a ton of innings. Michael Lorenzen. Former Reds. Both pitcher and hitter. Left to be a pitcher with the Los Angeles Angels last year. Signs as a free agent. I think he's going to be able to do the same thing. Eat up a lot of innings for the Tigers. Matthew Boyd. One time at one point was pitching pretty well for the Tigers, is back as the number three starter, and then they got young pitchers Matt Manning and Spencer Turnbull pitching probably four and five in their rotation. Now, they're looking at a couple different pitchers, and the reason I bring this up, because I do find this fascinating, is you look at two guys with the Tigers last year, We're probably not expected to pitch in the major leagues. And I'm talking about Bo Briski and Garrett Hill. Briski was taken in the 27th round of the 2019 draft. And Hill was taken in in the 26th round of the 2018 draft. And both turned in good enough showings where it's worth it to consider them as major league starters this year. So... Detroit, the Detroit Tigers, a team that's been struggling to produce talent over the past several years, is also the home of the opportunity. And I wish both Bo Brisky and Garrett Hill well. Twenty-something round draft picks, I'd like to see them. You know, it, maybe they can max out their ability at the major league level and give the Tigers a little bit of depth in their rotation. Now, Casey Mize, Tarek Skubal. Two very important pitchers for the team over the past couple of years are going to be out either for the season or a considerable part of the season. Now, the one Achilles heel, I think, is going to be with the Tigers. If you you want to see them surprised, listen, everybody roots for the underdog, and the Tigers in 1984, they weren't the underdog. But this year, they definitely are. If you want to root for them, they're going to need to get something out of their bullpen. And I think it's it's a tough sell at this point. Jose Cisnero probably inherits the closer job now he looked pretty good in 28 games at age 33 with the Tigers last year 25 innings 23 strikeouts just 15 hits Um, 19 walks though which I'd be a little bit concerned about that good strand rate didn't give up that many runs Jason Foley who's probably their best reliever that they have left remember they traded Jimenez they traded Soto Chafin walked as a free agent So Jason Foley, who pitched pretty well for the Tigers last year in 60 games, is going to get a ton of high leverage uh, opportunities. So Alex Lang, who pitched in 71 games for them last year, he has 82 strikeouts in 63, just over 63 innings. Um, Looking at a couple other pitchers that, you know, I I don't know. I mean, Tyler Alexander made 17 starts for the Tigers. Maybe in a relief role you get a little more out of them. Um, you know, I, I, I don't really know who else is gonna step in there. Shreve, Rosenthal, Whistler, I think they're were all worth considering. But if I if I was worried about anything that's gonna really break this Tigers team and maybe put them in a position where they could be one of the worst teams in all the baseball, it's the bullpen. And if teams are just uh, you know, batting around against the bullpen game in and game out then I think it's going to be hard for the Tigers to win a ton of games. Now, you look at this lineup, and I think there's a lot of promise in it. I look at a couple guys, Riley Green, who I love as a prospect. I think he's going to be a Tiger for a long time. Spencer Spencer Torgelson, the one-time number one overall pick, is going to be playing first base, probably batting cleanup. Kerry Carpenter hit a lot of home runs last year in the minors, maybe batting fifth in right field that Javier Valles brought in as the veteran shortstop, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if he has a bounce-back season because right now, that contract that he signed, six years on 140000000 million, isn't looking so good. He played 144 games at shortstop last year, hit just 238, was coming off a much better season in 2021. And of course, there's the ancient one, the future Hall of Famer, Miguel Cabrera, who very well could be playing in his last season. Now, this could be a positive thing for the Tigers. Remember, there's two options in his contract for 2024 and 2025, but there's a likeliness that this could be his last season in Detroit. He's got over 3,000 hits. He's got over 500 home runs. Only a handful of guys in Major League history have done both. He's coming off a season where he hit 254, and really that's kind of where he's been for the last three. You're talking about a guy that's a... a up until three years ago, had a well over 300 career batting average. We understand he's not the same. And you look at what he did in 2021 in 130 games, 15 home runs, 75 runs batted in, 256 batting average. You figure if things go well for him as the full-time DH this year, maybe he could do something resembling that. But outside of that, you know, if you're a Tigers fan, listen, I, I would go out to... You know the Tiger Stadium. Go out there to Comerica Park and watch Miguel Cabrera because not too many people down the road are going to be able to talk about how it was to see him. He really is one of the best Tigers of all time. He's not Ty Cobb, he's not Al Kaline or Hank Greenberg, or or anybody like that, or Charlie Gehringer. But he is an all-time Detroit Tiger. And it, listen, in a season that may go to shit. Which I really kind of feel like it's going that way. It, it might be nice to go out there and see Miguel Cabrera for what could be the last time. I look at some of their prospects, and uh, you know I don't necessarily think they're to expect a ton out of them this year. Jackson Job and Ty Madden were two pitchers that they took in the first round of the 2021 draft. Job they took number three overall. Madden they took number 32 overall. Madden might be a little closer to the majors. He pitched a double-A last year, looking pretty good. Jace Jung, second baseman, they took number 12 overall in the 2022 draft. It's um, probably a couple years away. Wilmer Flores, not to be confused with the San Francisco Giants infielder and former Mets hero. 130 Ks and just over 103 innings between high-A and double-A last season. Cole Keith, who... For statistically, is has doesn't have a ton of impressive stats to say wow about. But in this spring, to this moment, 20 spring training at-bats, two doubles, a triple, two home runs. So that's five extra base hits and 20 at-bats, one every four plate appearances. Or one every four at-bats. Something interesting to think about. Like I said, I wish I was more optimistic about the Tigers. I think things might get a little bit worse before they get better, but win-loss wise, I have them at one game better than they were last year. 2022 they were 66 and 96. I think they can be one game I'm sorry, one game worse at 65 and 97. I got them last place in the AL Central. Hopefully If you want to look at some things to look forward to, Miguel Cabrera gets a nice send-off. Maybe he comes back for another year or two. Maybe he shows he's got something left in the tank. But maybe you could get some improvements from Riley Green, Spencer Torgelson, Kerry Carpenter offensively, maybe a little bit of Turnbull and Manning. Like I said, Brisky and Garrett Hill, to 20 20-something round draft picks that, you know, are certainly worth rooting for. Listen, uh, it's going to be a long season for the Tigers, but hopefully 2024 is a little bit better. If you're interested in hearing me flap my yap mouth with some other MLB predictions, 30 to 1 MLB, MLB countdown previews brought to you by JohnPLA.com and the Past Ball Show, you can check me out at Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, of course, videos on YouTube. Thank you very much. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side.